championship week edition of fade us with the gang finally back together quick welcome back to johnny parlays nice to have you back uh good to be back i know we have a a big episode today we're going to break down a lot of conference championship picks all kinds of stuff whole lot of bets we got to go through we'll do last week's picks real quick and then we're going to have johnny parlay give us a, a little bit of a a recap of kind of everything he's seen while he's been out. Uh, five, three, and one week, so not our best week. Not terrible, though, but RIP Godfather, first XFL loss oh, of the season. Just, we'll, we'll go over that one just real quick. We'll, we won't need to spend too much time on it. Can, can, we, can, we, can we please just take a five-second moment of silence? Thanks, everyone. I, I appreciate much that. Much appreciated. Okay. okay. Thank oh, you very oh, much. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and run through them, Godfather. Well, uh, as uh, Square kindly put it, um, lost the first XFL pick ever given out by the F- Fade Us podcast. Jeez, mm. <sighs> St. Louis just didn't get it done. Gave him minus five. Your, your boy, my boys, just couldn't couldn't do it. Uh, you know their second loss of the season. Um, I'm gonna be totally honest. I don't know if they lost outright or not. But they definitely didn't cover. Um, but yeah, so St. Louis lost, uh, gave me the, my first XFL lost of the season, and uh, so you know, real sorry about that. Uh, hopefully that won't happen again. But as you know, I definitely will. Uh, I also gave you guys the New York Guardians plus seven and a half at Dallas. That one did hit. So I mean, you know, it wasn't completely lost in the XFL. If you took the New York Guardians, you did make a little bit of that money back. Now I got to apologize for this one. But more importantly, I think the Bear should apologize for this one. That guest pick I had from the Russian Bear gave me the German hockey pick of Dussel who the fucks against the <laughs> Krenfeld Penguins, minus one and a half for the Dussel fuckers. And they just didn't pull it off. I think they won by one goal or they tied or something like that. Who cares? That game like happened like in the future, I think. Who the fuck's TV's on in the background, by the way? That would not be mine. Mine either. Classic. Johnny, what the fuck? <laughs> Way to go, you, Johnny. You come you come back from New York and think you're such or uh, from uh, Europe and think you're such hot shit. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, asshole. And so, sorry, God sorry if that's just a, <laughs> so, sorry if that sounded mean. I'm just still a little bit better about only going one and two on the week. But you know what? I had a, we're in week five. Week four didn't go so well. Weeks one through three, I was on fucking fire. So, you know, you got to take that. We win some, we lose some. We lost last week. It's whatever. We'll bounce back this week. Again, probably not. You're probably going to lose some more money if you keep taking my picks like I do. Anyway, that was my uh, unfortunate week. Uh, Frankie, I think you went, what, two and one this week? Had a pretty no, solid hold, week. Hold on real quick. This, this, is, this is the XFL season for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down the toilet it, the, the 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 better days are gone now uh so like i said frank you what two and one is that what we uh, what we had from you yeah we settled on two and one last week it was it was pretty solid uh friday night i gave you two basketball picks um the lakers were playing the bucks and uh the lakers are just the best team in the league it's clear lebron's the greatest player to ever live that's pretty clear that was easy fucking money um, I gave you the Heat and the Pelicans, the over. Yeah, Frankie Overs has not been helping anybody out with any of the overs I've been given lately. Um, but Zion isn't going to catch any blame for kind of anything in his whole career, so I'm going to blame him for that. 
for that loss. And then Saturday, I gave you the Flyers uh, minus one and a half against Buffalo, and that was just free money. Um, Best team in hockey. The the Flyers actually just had their win streak ended uh, last night uh, at home against Boston, but Boston's been the best team in the league all year. I think those are the two best teams in the Eastern Conference, so don't be be surprised if you see a nice six, seven-game series for – uh, for those two, and the winner will go to the Stanley Cup there. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, two and one, um, Lakers money line and Flyers minus one and a half were both some pretty nice plus odds for you. Um, so I surely hope this wasn't the week you faded me. Yeah, and then a uh, nice two zero oh, and one week for me. I think I had the foot first push of the pod. That was the Georgia LSU over one fifty eight. LSU, mm. LSU, 94. Great job. Georgia, 64. Fucking terrible. Uh, <laughs> assholes. Georgia's best player, Anthony Edwards. 6 of 22 from the field, 1 of 12 from 3. Fuck. Oh, my you God. fucked us what right there. Big time. Yeah, just terrible. 1 of 12? Terrible. Yo, shooter, shoot, I, I guess. guess but it's going to be <laughs> shooting as accurate as Jake Fromm's going to be passing for them next year. But at least – at least it was a push and not a straight up loss. Uh, I also gave you North Carolina at Duke the over one fifty four and a half. Both had a strong second half in that game. They were both mm-hmm. pounding in the paint, only fourteen threes the whole game. And of course, on senior night, you have a senior step up. Justin Robinson, the son of the Admiral David Robinson, hit four big threes for Duke. Hit one ridiculous off balance one where he got he got fouled, but it wasn't called late, which really helped push the over there. And then. Of course, the Dirty Little Piggies over of the week, 6-52, and 52, the title of last week's pod. I sweat that one the fuck out. 56 points yes. scored in the first half. That was it. 89 oh in the second half. Uh, and that was oh, without man. Mississippi Valley State giving up their, their trend of over 79 points a game. And I'd like to give them a verbal round of applause. Third, third win of the season. So that was, a, that was a big win for them. Good for them. Uh, Good so for seven them. And 53. Picking up 33% of their win total for the year when I bet on them. So you're welcome. Maybe I'll just keep betting on you. You'll go all the way to the national title. Who knows? And then I you're gave going to be an absolute wagon next year. Yeah. Yeah. I gave <laughs> oh, I gave I a couple uh, UFC picks real quick. Yoana Yoan Jacek plus 150. I actually bet her plus 180. She got absolutely robbed. Should have won the fight. One rounds, three and four. She got hosed. Terrible decision, but one of the greatest fights I've ever seen. And then, I, yeah, that shit was crazy. I gave you Israel Adesanya by knockout. What a terrible fight that was. Probably the worst fight I've ever seen. And uh, I think Adesanya won solely because of leg kick. So that was a terrible fight. I hope you didn't bet that one. So those are our picks from last week. So that brings our year to date record thirty fifteen and one. I mean, we're getting real close to where you're going to have to change the name of the podcast, but we'll see how we survive March Madness. But I know, Johnny, we, we said it earlier, been out for a little while. What have you been seeing in the sports world that you may have missed talking about us with for the last couple of weeks? Um, I mean, over in Spain, they and the Netherlands for that instance, uh, it was very, very difficult to find any streams at all for any sports. Um, Really, besides soccer, as both um, countries, not surprisingly, are very into soccer. Um, I missed a ton of college basketball. Obviously, tried to get my Michigan State fix in. Um, XFL really didn't pay attention to. Actually, while I was over there, I did get asked if the if what my thoughts were on the XFL. Kind of gave. Uh, my thoughts to a Dutch person, and then they absolutely eviscerated it. Uh, they thought <laughs> they they thought honestly that it was a hilarious attempt at trying to just give America more football. They didn't really understand the concept, though. Of I why mean, we wanted more football. So I mean, like from a foreign because we don't want to have to watch their fucking shit, them kicking around that ball for ninety minutes. I mean, ours we get to watch people hit each other really hard. Hey, listen, if I would have said that. This guy was jacked. All right, I and I'm I'm six four and a half. I would have got my ass kicked. All right, but uh, you know I miss a lot of sports. I don't. I I think um the square knows this. I keep more tabs on college sports than professional sports, so I didn't really miss much in that aspect. Um, 
One thing that was prevalent, I did get to attend a La Liga match, which was the uh, which is the uh, Premier League in Spain. Got to take in a soccer match over there, and uh, to briefly touch on that, they take that about as seriously as we do football. Um, it was an atmosphere unlike anything I I had honestly ever experienced. I mean, they were loud the entire game. I mean, this, the team we went and saw was dead last in La Liga, and they were facing a team that was uh, one of the be- is one of the top ten teams in the world. I mean, just like like the constant chatter. I mean, like in football, you have ebbs and flows in a crowd. Like this, there were no ebbs and flows in here. Um, but one thing that we got constantly asked because I mean, we we stood out as Americans in this crowd is uh, just like obviously is what's prevalent now is the coronavirus and. They asked us what our thoughts were, and we got asked a bunch of times about our current president and what our government was going to do about it. And to preface before I get into what I'm going to say, I mean, in terms of sports, this is going to be a moment when probably long after we're gone, maybe when we're on our deathbeds reminiscing about life, this is if they are still writing books about the history of the world this what coronavirus has done to the united states and the sports uh culture of our country is going to be something that's going to be talked about for a long time um from a a professional from a from a professional aspect um i've kept as much tabs i believe actually as of right now um on wednesday march 11th whenever you do listen to this I believe the Jazz and the Thunder just got their game called off due to it was either Rudy Gobert or another player was not cleared to play. Um, I know there's been media restrictions in the NBA and the NHL. And then obviously as the square let off the podcast with this week is conference championship week. It's the week before March Madness, which Obviously, you guys can give your opinions after I'm done, but March Madness, honestly, is probably the thing I look forward to most in the sports calendar. It's what I grew up having my parents say I was fake sick for so I could stay home on Fridays and watch basketball from noon until 1 a.m., and it didn't matter who the hell was playing. Um, Obviously, as what's going on so far, the Big Ten just said that no fans after their games conclude tonight will not be in attendance. The Ivy League has completely scrapped all spring sports. Uh, the I know the Big East has been in talks. Uh, the, the only conference I know of as of now that is still planning on having fans is the ACC. Um, and then obviously the big one, as we said with March Madness, that uh, no fans are going to be allowed to take in March Madness. And obviously it's all about the games, but I don't know if you guys have taken in the first or second game and uh, – in, in March Madness, I have been lucky enough to take in uh, one of those when I was super young, but I can still remember it like it was yesterday. The games make March Madness, but it's the fans. I mean, one th- one memory I have that I remember is in a bracket, it was uh, the Florida Gulf Coast year, uh, Dunk City or whatever their nickname was. I had Georgetown going very far, and uh, we had a family. In my Final Four. Yes, Same. I, I had them in my Final Four that year as well. And just the the captivation that a fan or that a fans in the arena have, the ability to just drive an underdog to win. I mean, as a two seed, obviously a lot of people in the in and the game was in Philly. A lot of people probably had Georgetown going far, but as a fifteen seed or as an underdog, keep going. The fans can. I, I am a big believer that fans have a huge impact on any game, and. What the NCAA is missing out with not having fans in the arena is going to be something that is going to be very profound when you watch it on TV. Um, as Chris Castellani and uh, for those who follow baseball closely, he's Tigers guy. He pointed out in his video today, you know, these younger guys who are freshmen, sophomores, um, probably in bigger power five conferences, they're going to have more opportunities to come to the NCAA tournament. But uh, the square, for example, I know as a Michigan fan and me as Michigan State fan, like players like Xavier Simpson and Cassius Winston, who are seniors, you know, th- those both are great players who are going to be remembered in college basketball for a long time. You know, it sucks for them that they're going to have to go out 
in a place where their first and second round games are going to be played in front of empty crowds. And then uh, the NCAA has also stated that they're looking into downsizing the arenas uh, for the final four in the regionals and the final four is in Atlanta at Mercedes Benz stadium where, where the uh, Atlanta Falcons play. I mean, it's not going to be the same feel when you're watching the final four and it's taking place at either where the Hawks play, or I mean, I, I, I can't believe I'm even saying this, but it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that maybe even where Georgia tech plays in Atlanta and what uh, what this virus has done overall to the sports landscape is something that's going to be talked about for a very, very, very long time. And I, we would be remiss, I'd be remiss if we didn't say, we'll probably say it at the end of the podcast too. If you are listening, uh, please uh, be safe. We wish you to be healthy. Um, there's obviously still a lot more to come out about this disease. Um, we don't really know what's going to happen. Um as a person who's graduating in May, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to graduate on time. Um, I know uh, the Godfather as well has had some trouble with his class as well. So, I mean, oh, we're going to still we're going to keep gambling. We're going to keep churning out this content. Uh, That's all we, we can do. If we didn't. Yeah, I mean, all we can do is keep gambling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, the only option <laughs> at this point. I mean, we're going to hope for the best. Obviously, if there's any stroke of luck that they will let fans into March Madness, that enhances the atmosphere even better. It's going to suck without any fans because uh, it's going to impact seeding in the tournament, which you guys can touch on as well. Uh, but for now, I mean, all we can do is sit back and hope that no players, coaches, uh, family members on the professional and the college scale uh, don't get affected. And uh, – on that note, I have to sweat out this uh, Georgia Ole Miss over uh, if somebody else wants to take this over. Hold on, just really quick. Did you say that the Thunder Jazz game is not being played? That, That's ac- correct. According to a text I message, have the Thunder minus two. Do I get my money back or what's that fucking that I, I've if, you ha- if there was a logical book to your site, you should get reimbursed. But Okay. I really, I think what I've read fuck? all into Thunder, it. Thunder, we're going to cover that easy. I mean, it's just – it's the world we live in. I mean, colleges Jeez. are closing down. I mean, if professional sports are closing down. I mean, the Golden State Warriors just yes, said they're not playing without fans. I mean – It's going to it's gonna filter throughout the whole league, all the leagues. No no media access, no nothing. Who, who was so, I mean, it from uh, – it was the Utah Jazz, right? So, they're not playing – Who who's out because of Rudy. an illness? Rudy. So, oh. I, I don't know who this oh, I, guy oh. is. But was he – didn't he try to make a statement in the media day – Correct. At a game prior, touching like all the microphones and everything, yeah, like just trying to make a statement yeah. that oh, this Absolute corona stuff sticky. bullshit. Like, what a dumbass! <laughs> like, like He's first of all, making, making a statement about that. Like, first of all, like even when there's not a pandemic going on, it's also cold and flu season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like that. That's what a dumb, what a dumbass, man. <laughs> Thunder minus two, that's why, you know. I guess my parting thing about the coronavirus and with March Madness looming, which we'll touch on next week after the bracket's been made, is that usually with seeding, you can get a geographic advantage uh, with wherever you're playing. I did see a tweet that maybe the committee will consider. um, Shortening travel time, right? Yeah, Yeah. shortening shortening travel. So, I mean, teams like uh, Kentucky or – Ohio State will like play closer. Get the to, Dayton, bro. Yep, right? Get yeah. get Dayton or whatever places close to the Midwest. So, if anything, the playing field is going to be a lot more even. And as a gambling person, that tends to lean me in the direction that this tournament, which I thought was going to be a lot more mumbo jumbo going into it, might in turn just be a lot more chalk of just better teams beating. Right. Not as good teams, so it'll definitely be interesting to see. But I mean, it's pretty crazy to see what this virus has already done to our sports culture. The one thing that I'll touch on real quick, and I know you mentioned it, I think it's kind of bullshit that they canceled the Ivy League tournament. Um, you have a team like Harvard who beat Yale twice this year, and they aren't going to get a chance to even play in the tournament, even though they beat the regular season 
champ both at and home and it's on, on their the home floor correct which is a huge advantage for them and i know like you can make the excuse well they've only been having the ivy league tournament for three years but right they're that's, literally that's the only conference thus far that has completely canceled all games so yeah, i agree I, I i that's real tough for those students and the one thing that i i think goes beyond sports a little bit that i think a lot of people may not be realizing is how many people are going to lose their jobs because of this? How many people were yes. relying on the income working mm-hmm. as an usher or working what about in the, the concession guy who, stands right, cleans or the a janitor? Court, right? Yeah, right. like the what about that guy? If he's a, if you're an hourly uh, employee, you're screwed. You're fucked. Yeah, you're gonna be you're missing out on so much of your income that you relied on in the biggest time of the year, probably where you you get paid. Right, more than you typically do for working at these arenas. Like, I don't feel bad for the NCAA because they and late at night and shit like that. Correct, yeah, and you know, you feel bad for the kids who aren't going to get the experience that they deserve, and you feel bad for the other people whose real lives are going to be affected dramatically because of this. So, just a a real tough scene across the board. It's, It's, I mean, there's really not a whole lot we can say. There's nothing we can do besides, you know, kind of what we've said already. So. I just have I have one idea for the NCA for their for this tournament. Every team should get one fan to be in attendance. You can even mic them up. I, I've heard want. I've heard this thrown around. <laughs> They'll sit on the opposite sides of the stadium and just scream at each other. <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> mic them up I, for fuck's sake! It's like I a, would absolutely love that. It, it would look like uh, the. South Central Louisiana Plains uh, Mud Dogs and uh, the Water <laughs> right. Boy before Bobby Boucher came and started playing for him. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> that's my that that's my one idea for the NCAA. Other than that, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, so I I will say the more of these conference tournaments that get played, I think the better chance we have of making sure that the tournament goes off without a hitch because. They're not just going to play these right. tournament games, these conference tournament games for no reason. So if we can get through this weekend without anything major happening, I think we're going to be okay to at least get the tournament underway. So we'll see what happens. I mean, next week and this week, are, we're going to be two very busy episodes for us, kind of getting our, a lot of our picks out, getting everybody ready for, for what you can expect and Mm-hmm. And now things could change in a blink of an eye. So we'll 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 keep everybody posted the best we can. Johnny, I know that over is looking not so great for you right now. So hopefully, you, hopefully you can. Bullshit. Are they one thirty right now? I will say since I have got, I did not. One forty two. Well, one forty four. Well, one thirty is what is the score now? We're at right? one forty. We're at one forty two. I I think I I, I see one forty four on here. What would you get it at? I got it at 143 and a half. All right, so it just hit. There you go. Hey. Right, live bets. Me, Jack. Me, Joe. Next episode. For the March Madness fans. <laughs> so we've got. Dude, do, do we have a guest coming in? Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest speaker? What's bring, his future? Bring him on. We'll, we'll, we'll bring him back. Get him a we'll, mic. We'll bring him. We'll, well, you both will be on when we talk about futures, which is in like 20 minutes. Which okay. is in like right. 20, which is in like 20, 20 seconds. seconds. Yeah, bring him. We're doing that now. What the 20 right seconds. Now. All right, Jake and Joe, come here. We'll, we'll let our two guests with Johnny Parlays get in here and give their picks for, for right, futures, right. whatever right, they got. Right. You got it. You hey, got first it. off, first off, have you guys been washing your hands? <laughs> all right, can you guys, all right, can you guys hear them? Are they talking? All right. All right, all right, here we go. Here, we got, we got Mr. Mortal, who... What what is your future on for the com- for a conference tournament? First of all, I'd like to I'd like to explain myself as Mr. Mortal, not just Mortal. I am Mr. Mortal, and I'd like to explain my pick as the T O L all the way. You have to kind of look all the way to the left or the right to the U D O. They are the Mortal to win the match. There's too much matching going on. 
All right, if he's talking about Toledo, just get him off right now. You're seeing the down, and you're seeing the mud, and the mud is the correct pick. It's all Toledo, baby. I've never seen Toledo more of a lock. It's all the mud. Toledo, Toledo the whole tournament. All right, and now we have, which is a fitting name to fade us, uh, another roommate of mine, Darth Vader. With his another another elite elite name, Um, Mr. Mortal's absolutely full of shit. Thank Um, you. Number one, we're just gonna send this one right across the swamp here. Get the fuck out of the mud, and we're gonna send this right one into BGSU because those boys go Falcons. A downturn for the past three games, but you tell me this team gets in March and and they get the March feeling. These boys are really going to turn it around here. Emotional. Three games in a row, but I think you put them in March, you put them in a tourney scenario. I really think these boys are going to come together. They've shown that they can beat good teams. They've shown that they could be the best team in the conference. And I think it all comes together here in the conference tournament. And I think it's BGSU (laughs) all the way. Ride BG. Let's ride. Thank you. Thank you, Darth Fader. God, I love it. I love these guys. Godfather picks. actually is a current T is a current TA at BG, attended BG, so he loves your pick. He hates your pick, the Mr. Mortal. Young Absolutely mortal, despise. Absolutely despise. Mr. Mortal sounds like he's it's been drinking money, the Toledo water. The Godfather has a message. He says it sounds like you've been drinking the Toledo water. <laughs> Ask him if Mr. Mortal's mad. <laughs> All right, so I did, note, I did not hear what Mr. Mortal said, but yeah, <laughs> on, that note, <laughs> on that note, after two of my inebriated roommates, I obviously, I mean, we got to build off of that. Um, I guess I'll start things off in the Mac. I really think this is let's go, dude. My overcovered, yeah, I told you that, Gina. <laughs> I, I literally, like, well, 10 minutes hey, ago. I couldn't hear you over my inebriated roommates. <laughs> So, I mean, this really isn't that hard of a pick. Um, partial, I'm going to be uh, kind of partial with uh, some family bias. Uh, this is all Akron. I mean, they've, they're the best team in the league. Um, obviously, I like what uh, Darth Vader said about BG. I think if it is an Akron, it's going to be BG. Um, Akron's been the best team in the MAC all year. Uh, the, I mean, don't get it twisted. Akron is for the pick it. Yeah, I think Akron's probably the favorite. Well, they are the favorite, but they would be my pick to win it. They've kind of been the top team in the conference all year long. But, you know, I like my Kent State Golden Flashes as a value pick at plus 650 to come out of the MAC. They have scoring inside and out. They have experience and youth. And I think they got a very favorable draw. They'll face BG in the semis. They've beat them twice so far this year. And they split the season series against Akron. It was real close. I think both games were decided by a total of four points. So I like Akron probably to win it plus 200, but give me Kent State plus 650 as a long shot. A nice value pick there. I like Akron in the MAC as well. Um, I haven't well, I haven't seen too many, uh, too much Max, uh, Mac, oh, Jesus. Mac-tion. Mac basketball uh, this year. Mac and. But uh, Akron, Akron seems to be uh, Akron seems to be uh, set up um, for a nice win here and another tournament appearance. Godfather, finish it off. Who you got in the MAC? I know you're not the the savviest of, of basketball pickers right now, but we do have a you know, we do have an answer from you. Darth Vader brought it up already. Um, I mean, I hate basketball to be honest with you. And for the rest of these picks, I have no idea what I'm doing. But I've never seen this team this good this late in the year here in Bowling Green. And believe me, I've been here a long time. And Bowling Green, they had some issues with, uh, you know, some player personnel earlier in the year. Their leading three-point score uh, left the team for a couple weeks, having some issues with some coaches and whatnot. Yeah, here and there, whatever. Him, him coming back, it's tournament time. I can see him putting on a show like Jimmy Chitwood and Hoosiers. I'm all Falcons, baby. <laughs> love it. Gotta love it. All right. So we're gonna, we'll are we move back up to the top. We'll go in alphabetical order here. First, we're going to start with the American Athletic Conference. Uh, one conference, admittedly, I haven't watched a whole lot of this year. I like Houston probably as the favorite, plus 170. I know they're the two seed. 
They have beaten the other top three seeds all by double-digit points earlier this year, and they're top 15 in defense. So I like Houston plus 170. But as a long shot, I love UConn's value plus 1,100. They've won five in a row, including beating Houston the two seed. They beat Cincinnati, who's the top seed earlier this year, and they played Wichita State and Villanova both tough earlier this year when they were both ranked teams. And I know it's their final AAC tournament before they move back to the Big East. So I like UConn as a long shot, plus 1,100. Um, in the AAC, I like uh, – I have Wichita State. I like uh, – the, the plus 400 is okay. Um, again, this is another conference I'm, uh, I haven't seen too much hoops in. Um, I did watch the Memphis-Houston game the other day. Um, had a small wager on Memphis there. Um, they did cover. Thank you very much, uh, Penny. Um, but I, that, that conference seems to be a little bit, um, up in the air. I feel like everyone is really entitled to beat everyone. Cincinnati, Houston, Memphis, Wichita. Um, I think that all those guys are kind of in this, uh, in the same tier. Um, so, so that conference, uh, that conference could get, uh, could get really, really good, uh, really quickly. So I like Wichita. I think they're at like maybe plus 400, somewhere around there. I'll take Wichita. Yeah, um, I got to back you up here. We're talking about the American Athletic Conference. I'm going to take Wichita as well uh, for less um, good reasons. Uh, I know Wichita (laughs) State, one of their assistant coaches, uh, this is his second stint at Wichita State, I believe. At one point, he was the head coach of uh, the old alma mater over here. Uh, and he led Bowling Green. They're on a run now, obviously, but kind of turned the program around. Uh, A man by the name of Chris Jans. Uh, and he was let go from Bowling Green after one or two seasons because he was getting a little bit handsy with some co-eds over at one of the bars downtown. Jesus. Now that <laughs> is really <laughs> fucked up. But that's the only connection. He can coach. That's, that's, he was a good coach. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> so whether or not their priorities are in the right place, you know, that's a little bit questionable. But, you know, they can win. So I'm taking uh, Wichita out of the American Athletic. Plus the Shockers, that's a top 10 team. I don't know why he ever (laughs) stopped coaching for a team named the Shockers. I mean. (laughs) Very great point. Uh, Johnny, finish finish us up in the American. Uh, So I agree with you. I've watched watched a little bit of this conference. Um, Arguably, I honestly would think the – I honestly, as a person who watches a lot of college basketball, I would say the MAC is more competitive than this conference. Um, I like what you said. Square starting off. Houston is definitely the pick here. If you're just looking to maybe sprinkle like 20, 25 bucks, they should roll through. They, they good. are good. I could see them being a second weekend team. Um, but a value pick that no one has said yet at plus 1100 is Tulsa. Uh, they have former, they have mm. former Missouri coach Frank Haith. Uh, led a couple good Missouri teams uh, back in 2014, 2015. Uh, they they were near the top of the league this year, fell off a little bit, uh, but in the same boat as UConn, it would not surprise me in the slightest if they ran the table in this tournament and won it all. A team that might need to win the tournament to mm-hmm. get in uh, with a bid to the big dance here in the next couple of weeks. So that is the American. We'll go to the ACC next. Pretty loaded conference, top to bottom. I'm going to take the favorite here again, Duke plus 180. I know they're the four seed, but they're the betting favorite. Probably the most talented team in the conference. Trey Jones has been great. Vernon Carey has showed how dominant he can be. He had a huge game against UNC. If they feed him in the post this weekend, could be short order for the rest of the conference. I actually think they got kind of a favorable draw, too, because they wouldn't play Virginia or Louisville, who they both lost to until the championship game in the tournament if they made it there. So, I'll take Duke plus 180 as my pick, but I do like Virginia as a value pick plus 550, won eight in a row. They beat Duke and Louisville in that time. Of course, they're the defending national champions. And here's another great stat for you. I brought up the uh, six and 52 last week. Only one time all year has Virginia allowed more than 80 points. Once Jeez. all Jeez. year. Yeah, we know that their defense is incredible, but it's like historically good this year. So, when you play that good a defense, you can really beat anybody. So I like uh, Virginia as a nice value pick. Um, I'm going to ride with you there as well, Square. I like Duke as the favorite. Um, they're, they're pretty clearly, I think, the most talented conference or team in that conference. Um, 
But uh, I do like that that Virginia value as well. But based just just like you said, like they they can beat you forty five to forty on any given night, and uh, those are really tough teams to play against. But um, I'll take the favorite there. It also kind of circles back um, uh, to what uh, Johnny was saying a little earlier. I I'm starting to kind of get a feel for a little bit of chalk with with. Uh, with with some of these uh, conference tournaments, um, I don't really know why. I uh, it's it, to me it just I, I running through the odds. I I just kind of liked a ton of the kind of uh, favorites um, in a bunch of these big conferences. But I'll take Duke in in uh, the ACC. Give me the Cavaliers. Um, Ooh, you guys were talking them up, and I really had no idea about Virginia whether or not they were good. I had them on my notes. Uh, just because they seemed like they were kind of, you know, near the top. But Duke, on the other hand, they're used to playing in front of a loud, boisterous crowd over there in Cameron Indoor. No fans in the building, or the ACC hasn't canceled fans yet or not allowed fans yet. I wouldn't be surprised by the championship game that they're not Mm -hmm. allowed. You know, I got to think that that's got to play on their minds a little bit. So I'm going to take Virginia, you know, up there in uh, (laughs) – Uh, was it uh, Charlestown or Charlottesville or wherever uh, Virginia plays? Uh, people are a little bit more, you know, pompous and, you know, a little bit more fratty and whatnot. They don't get as loud at games and stuff. So, you know, I think Virginia is a little bit more used to playing in the quiet. So before I give my ACC tournament pick, uh, the NBA is currently contemplating a hiatus. I want what? Oh, no. There is one team <laughs> – that wanted to wait until the government or there was a public mandate to to actually say, like, you can't have fans. I want you guys to guess who that team was. Knicks. The Lakers. Uh, who, wait, um, so, Square says Knicks. I go Lakers. I have Godfather has the Knicks. Godfather is correct. Frankie's in got the classic Knicks fashion. Wow. James, Dolan, James Dolan, Dolan is a shitbag. I, again, I know nothing God. about the NBA except that Dolan is a shitbag. Yeah, biggest douchebag on the biggest douchebag on the planet Earth. Continues to try and throw a fork in every single road. So that's just an interesting tidbit on how the Knicks continue to be surprisingly somehow. Um, arguably a worse run organization than the Cavs, but uh, somehow still relevant. Yeah. <laughs> the Cavs are the Cavs. Yeah, are, the, Ca- the Cavs have a title, the dude. Are, like the, the Cavs, Cavs are better run, and their owner had a fucking stroke. <laughs> so, so to finish up my ACC thing, I actually uh, this is probably the conference I've watched the second most, aside from the Big Ten. I'm under the. I think the best team in the conference is Florida State. They are currently. Uh, plus 325 on Bovada. Mm. Uh, they were the ACC regular season champion, which is another thing that some conferences value the regular season more than the tournament, which I tend to agree with. Um, they've been the best team all year. They had Leonard Hamilton um, is honestly one of the most underrated coaches in the country. Um, I know last year, uh, or a couple years ago at least, I know uh, Michigan knocked them out. They've been a they've been a consistent Sweet Sixteen team. Haven't been able to get over the hump though to the Final Four. Uh, so right now uh, they're the one seed. I believe they play Clemson tomorrow in the ACC quarters. I like them to eventually knock off Duke in the semis and win. Um, and then this is going to be a really cheesy pick, but a long shot that I love. Um, and they're tipping off. They should be tipping off about now. Um, I bet on them last night. I've on the Tar Heels at plus fifteen hundred. I mean, this is a very Jeez. ballsy pick. They've been horrid at close. I mean, horrid's probably an understatement at their ability to close games. <laughs> um, but Garrison Brooks, most improved player in the ACC, he's averaging, I believe, about twenty and ten. Uh, Cole Anthony, projected lottery pick. Although I have had moles tell me. Through MSU, I'm not really sure how they got this information, that he is seriously considering returning to North Carolina next year um, to possibly move higher up in the draft for next year's draft. Heard here Heard first. Heard here first on, on Theta. But plus 15. If they beat Syracuse tonight, I think it's worth the sprinkle. 
obviously by tomorrow morning, I could sound like a complete dumbass like I usually do on this podcast. But uh, at plus fifteen hundred, I think that value is too good to not at least sprinkle for now. Before we get to the Big Twelve, Johnny, uh, Indiana went on a sixteen to one run down the first. What half. is the oh? What's Jesus. the halftime score there? It is forty-three to thirty-four. Oh, IU. That's that mm. price screams. Oh, speaking of big runs, St. John's ended their game against Georgetown on a 23-0 run to advance to the quarterfinals in the Big East. Which oh, I, man. You, I think in college basketball, I think it's a lot harder to give up a run like that. I mean, Patrick Ewing, I, hot seat Patrick Ewing, an alum of Georgetown, he is tanking that program into the ground. So uh, on that note, uh, Square, where are we going next? We're going to the Big 12, where I think there's only one correct bet here, yep. and I wouldn't correct. even touch it. I wouldn't even touch it. It's Kansas minus 125. I think they're far and away the best team in this conference. They've won 16 straight, haven't lost since January 11th to Baylor. To Baylor. Um, and they avenged that loss on the road, what, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago? Yeah, maybe I wouldn't. Even, I, I really honestly wouldn't even touch it because I don't think you can make any money here. You'd have to wager a lot of money to make it back here on Kansas. But I think it's they're a pretty clearly the, the prohibited the favorite to win the whole, whole damn thing right and, now. Uh, one, of, one of my favorite actors, breaking news on Twitter, Tom Hanks has tested positive for coronavirus. No. No. I am not, unfortunately. You're I'm kidding not. me. And also some, also some breaking news. Thank God, Johnny, you're back because the U.S. has banned travel from oh, Europe. Oh, really? So you made you made it back just in time. Yeah. What? Well, why don't you go get yourself tested? By the way, I have actually been under. Yeah, please for us. So far like, this week, I've been I've been smart, unlike some people, um, but. My mother is my mother it works at a hospital. She has told me that unless I start feeling horrid, I should be in the clear. Um, unfortunately, the state I'm currently in is short on test kits, which obviously is less than ideal. But uh, you know, for now to kind of square to build off, I mean, don't get it twisted. Kansas should win this tournament. Um, if there's another team that possibly could, it's Baylor. But I think they're one of the biggest frauds. Uh, Rock Chalk, Kansas should honestly – they could probably play their backups and still win this conference. I like Kansas too. I think that Kansas is uh, more than likely probably the best team in the country at the moment. I think that Dodson and that Spooky just kind of run through all of these fools. Um, but like the square said, there, 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 there isn't much money to be made with this Kansas pick. All right, so next we have the Big East. This is a conference I feel like is completely up in the air. I have no idea. The favorite who's my pick is Villanova, and they're plus 290, which tells you that nobody has any idea who the favorite in this is. Um, I like the experience in coaching with Villanova, so I'll take them. A value pick, in my opinion, would be Providence. They have a terrible draw. They have to play Butler and then Creighton, who's the top seed. But they've won six straight, and they've beaten – Villanova, Marquette, and Seton Hall, while all were ranked. And they also have wins earlier this year over Creighton and Butler. So I like Providence as a potential long shot. I'm in literally the exact same boat. I I think that Villanova is most likely the best team in this conference, and they should find their way to to at least play for the title. Um, I think that Jay Wright's probably top five coach in college basketball. Um, But – I'm always leaning on on the Villanova team um, in conference tournaments or uh, or in March Madness. It just they 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 just seem to always find a way to get a couple buckets late in the second half. Um, so 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 I like that that Villanova plus two ninety plus three hundred wherever you can find it at. Um, and I also love Providence as a value pick. You're a hundred percent correct. Square that draw is horrendous, but. Providence has clearly shown that they can hang with all of these top Big East teams um, that 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 are going to be tough to play um, once once it comes tournament time. Um, but I'll but I'll stick with uh, Villanova to win that. Um, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I didn't know the Big East was still a conference. 
Um, it's like the it's one of the best conferences. Yeah, well, I thought like when uh, the American and the ACC kind of took all the good teams, but that was in football. Uh, so, like I said, you know, not a big basketball guy. Had no idea that the Big East still sponsored college athletics. Uh, so we're gonna go with uh, uh, minus one thousand. Every team has fun. <laughs> I love it. All right. Johnny, what this got? feels like a really good spot for Villanova. They've honestly kind of been in the shadows a little bit. Uh, Seton Hall, Seton Hall, and Creighton uh, were coaching for the regular season. Uh, Creighton just lost one of their guards, though, to a torn meniscus, uh, who's one of their leading scorers, I believe. Uh, it's un- he's not play- I don't believe he's playing in the tournament, and it's unknown if he's playing in the NCAA tournament. Um, a team that really isn't being talked about, and I really don't want to put money on, but I probably will anyway, is Seton Hall. Uh, Miles Powell is one of the best scorers in the country. Uh, guy, when he's on, he's on. I saw it firsthand uh, against Michigan State. Um, but when he's off, he is off. I mean, he yeah, he builds houses. He's so bricks. Hall plus three fifty would honestly. I'm not really comfortable throwing on anything else other than Seton Hall and Nova. I mean, Nova is pro- Nova is probably the safest bet here. But if I were to throw on anybody else, Seton Hall would definitely mm-hmm. be my pick. I've watched Seton Hall play a few games in, in like against like Creighton and Villanova. Seton Hall can hang, and if Seton Hall is making some jump shots and and Powell is uh, like ten of nineteen instead of like seven for twenty one, Seton Hall can beat a lot of a lot of good teams. Yeah, that tournament's really wide open, so we'll see what it happens really is. There. Like you uh, said, that, the the betting favorites plus three hundred. That's a little crazy. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> definitely wide open. So next is the Big Ten conference of both myself and Johnny, and to a certain extent, Frankie. Um, we'll go with my favorite, my pick, Michigan State plus two fifty. Um, I think probably the hardest game that they'll have the entire tournament will be their third round matchup against Ohio State because Maryland is a bunch of frauds and they'll beat Maryland again if they play them. Um, I think leadership coaching, probably the best point guard in the country, puts them over the top in this conference with Michigan State plus 250. My long shot, and I will probably put money on this if I can, is Iowa plus 1,000. Oh, I Ooh, fucking I I'm with Luka you there Garza. too. I absolutely hate Luka Garza. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this guy could win Yeah, he could. most – our valuable player of the tournament and average 30 and 15. I mean, they, they, they can definitely score with anyone. That's not a question. And I think out of all the top three seeds that are going to like that they would have to play, I think they're playing the one that could be upset most easily in the third round. I, I think Michigan, after they beat Rutgers, can absolutely beat Wisconsin. And Iowa uh, and Luca Garza have given Michigan so many issues this year. So I think Iowa – very sneakily could give themselves a very easy road to uh, to the championship game in this conference. So I really like I probably more than anyone other than maybe UConn. I really like Iowa as a long shot in this in this conference. I like the Michigan State pick as well. Um, I they, I I just like Michigan State a lot. Um, I I think that that uh, that Izzo is just uh, just a little bit just turns up a little bit of a notch. I think that. Uh, I think that Winston, um, I think Winston can win games on his own um, in this tournament as well. So uh, Michigan's definitely the most complete team. Get it that, right, it's uh, Michigan State. Um, Michigan State. I, it's Michigan State. I mean, Michigan State. I mean, you fucks. Um, but uh, un, unlike you, I mean, I have uh, unlike you, Square. I have a little bit of a bias towards towards Maryland. I have uh, I have some family who may have had a degree or so from there. Um, so I think they're a little less frauds. They're at sitting at like plus four fifty, maybe. Um, I think that Maryland has uh, has a chance to kind of give give uh, maybe Michigan State some of these big some of these better Big Ten teams a little bit of a scare, um, but but plus four fifty probably isn't enough value um, for them for them to win the tournament outright. Um, so I probably like the favorite in there in the Big Ten as well. 
I uh, I mentioned uh, Jimmy Chitwood and Hoosiers not too long ago Don't with a different pick. Uh, it's just in the back of my mind. Oh Give my me the god! Hoosiers. <laughs> they got to win five. They got to win what five games, Johnny? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, they hey, literally do. Uh, all I know I mean, is a I, bunch I of mean, the odds are. All I know is a bunch of six foot five white dudes oh are going to be God, making sure they dude. pass the ball three times before they shoot it. So <laughs> give me IU. Well, I can I can surely <laughs> say is probably though I've watched nearly every Big Ten game that that is not the bet. So don't punt your money on that. They're <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, looking not that great against Nebraska right now. Um, Although I do appreciate uh, two of my co-hosts picking MSU, I kind of question whether they're going to be totally bought into the tournament. Um, Tom Izzo has publicly stated he the regular season means more to him as that's more of a test of who the best team in the conference is. Um, honestly, my money here is going to be on Illinois plus 800. They're on the top half of the bracket. Um, they're gonna they face the winner of Iowa and Minnesota, who play tomorrow. But the, I think that the top half half of the bracket is much easier to navigate than the bottom half. Um, obviously, it depends who wins the Michigan Rutgers game in the eight nine. Um, as the square said, I think Maryland is one of the biggest frauds in the country. Um, I really don't get how they're plus four fifty. They're honestly probably going to be a pick, depending on their seed, to be one of my upsets in my March Madness bracket. Um, Mark Turgeon is such a fraud coach. Is I, that because I mean, they, they beat Michigan MSU State? Or? Wipe, MSU wiped. I mean, hey. Is that, I, if, is it's that, not is my, that Roy? You're a fraud. If you blow a two-year lead <laughs> in the conference with four to go, you're a fraud. And that's exactly what Maryland did. Got blown out on their home floor by MSU. Lost to a Rutgers team that was struggling. And then they lost another game to some fraud team. And then faced a Michigan team on senior day that you could question (laughs) where Michigan's head was at. But any other day, I think Michigan wins the game. Um, But Illinois plus 800. I don't know if I go that far. Illinois plus 800, (laughs) I think. If if Wisconsin somehow wins, who I also think is frauds, I really don't know how they split the conference either. Um, Illinois plus 800. I think they make a run to the conference tournament final. I don't know if they win it, depending on who comes out of the bottom. But Illinois plus 800 seems like probably my bet here in the Big Ten. It's going to be a revenge of Adonis <laughs> De La Rosa, the – former Kent State transfer to Illinois, who unfortunately graduated as a graduate transfer after this past season. So maybe uh, his uh, his athleticism and uh, effort and hustle still lingers in that building, and that will propel them over the top to win this tournament. We shall see. Uh, the Pac-12 is our next tournament. I might have said this about the American, but I, I probably have watched slightly more Pac-12 than American this year but I've barely seen anything just because I haven't been up late to watch that. I've been you know, trying to find out if Mississippi Valley State and Arkansas Pine Bluff is going to go over instead. Uh, so I have one bet. I think the only bet in this conference is Oregon. They've won four straight. They're the one of two teams in the conference that have a record or winning record against the AP-ranked opponents. Um, and I think they could be playing for quite a bit come seeding time. I think winning this conference convincingly, even though they already are the regular season champions, uh, could push them maybe up one or two seeds, maybe get up to the three line, maybe even the two line, depending on how we see some of these other top seeds struggle. So I think there's a lot to play for for Oregon. I'll take them to win plus 180. I feel like you're looking at my notes. I have the Ducks as well. Um, I, too, uh, I don't, I can't watch most of these games. The tip-offs are at 11 p.m. So, uh, but I've, I've just had many, many a morning when I wake up to a duck, to a duck's cash in a cover. Um, so, so I like Peyton Pritchard to kind of, uh, take control 
Um, and uh, I agree. I think that the Ducks are probably the only pick here in the, in the pack. I think this just proves to be a point that you don't have to be a college basketball fan to be able to bet on college basketball because I have randomly put the Ducks in my notes uh, just solely based <laughs> on, I mean, it's my second favorite uh, mascot in the Pac-12 behind their in-state rivals, the Hell Beavers. Yeah. Uh, I know that Oregon State isn't very good at sports, so just give me the Oregon Ducks. <clears throat> I like that Oregon pick as well. Peyton Pritchard, uh, yeah. top five point guard in the country. Um, if I were to pick anything else, I would probably lean towards Arizona plus wow. 375. Um, no Nico Mannion, projected lottery pick. Although I think Sean... I think Sean Miller is an absolute rat uh, up there with Coach K. Uh, they just seem like a team that could possibly put it together maybe for March. I know they were hyped up early in the year, kind of shit the bed a little bit. Uh, so Arizona plus 375. Like, as the square said, I think the Pac – I don't know if he said this as well, but I think the Pac-12 might be the most fraud Power 5 conference or conference out there. Um, and it's, this honestly um, is solely because I absolutely despise Bill Walton. <laughs> uh, quick, quick update on our North Carolina bet that I think all of us have. Uh, gave up an easy tip to a, a throw ahead for an easy layup, then a missed shot, then a three by Syracuse, God and then an offensive it. foul as a quick 5-0 Syracuse lead. So, So we're looking great. Nice bet from us and uh, Buddy Bay or no was that Buddy Bayheim? No, that was uh, uh, Dolajai, I believe, with another layup. So seven nothing Syracuse. Uh, we'll update that before the end of the pod. <laughs> but, I also uh, think that our fraud counter, like that word, has been said a ton today. Yes. <laughs> Finally, we'll uh, we'll close the SEC. This is one I had a lot of trouble picking because there are a lot of issues with a lot of top teams. Like you have Kentucky with the whole Ash and Hagen saga. I don't know what's going to happen there. I do like Florida, but Kerry Blackshear's hurt and might not be playing. Oh, Auburn, God. every time I bet on Auburn this year, they found a way to shit the bed and screw me. Uh, they, they are frauds. Mississippi, Mississippi State has had their moments this they year. Suck. Uh, my they brother's an SC Gamecock. So I I had a lot of trouble. I had – yeah, not good. I had a lot of trouble picking this. So in the end, I just went with Kentucky. I think they're still probably the most talented team. But they've had weird losses. So it wouldn't surprise me if they lost early. They lost to Evansville, Utah, Tennessee, and USC this year. So we'll see if they can overcome the Ashton Hagen's loss. I guess a value pick would be Auburn for me, plus 325. I said I'd like Florida. They probably would have been my value pick. But I don't think they can win without Kerry Blackshear. So – um, they do avoid Florida and Mississippi State until the conference tournament. Auburn does. So we saw Bruce Pearl Wait, go on a big run last year. Maybe it happens again out. this year. But SEC, this not a huge fan. Utah Jazz all-star Rudy Gobert has tested positive for coronavirus. No. Oh, oh my, my God. goodness. Yep, they're definitely going on sources, a hiatus. That's according to yeah. Sam's the, or Shams, the NBA might be done sources for a say Gobert is feeling yep, good, gonna... strong, and stable, and was feeling strong enough to play tonight. So, as I stated, as uh, Frankie just stated, and uh, the square, I think an NBA hiatus is going to be coming down the. Oh, and a court Woj bomb. The NBA has suspended this season. Wow. No. Holy Damn. shit. Um, I guess I guess before we finish the SEC, I guess before we finish this, shit. any I suspended I, this I, season. I don't really know what to say. I guess Frankie thoughts. What? Dude, how am I how am I supposed to make any money? <laughs> oh my I don't even like I this is Breaking like this is bad like this is bad radio like this is bad radio. I I don't know what to say. Like this is this is my wheel. Like, that's my bread and butter right there. I I don't get to like no LeBron James. Like this is ridiculous a little bit. I oh my goodness suspended the season. What does that even Joe, mean? Joe Varden, like, former Cavs beat like, writer, is, I don't, has said man. I guess games I, after I, tonight oh. until further notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's wow. yeah. That's just in, that's just indefinite suspension. Oh my god, dude! 
all the leagues are going to follow this. There's no way any professional league could could play if the NBA is not right. There's no way. No more hockey games. No, like no more whatever. If the MLS, if anybody watches that, no well, one knows I, anyway. I mean, this is obviously different. There. But a couple of NHL teams a few years ago did play through like a mumps outbreak, where uh, at least the Pittsburgh Penguins they all had mumps. So it, who knows with them? Yeah, that that that's true as well. I just this 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 seems a little bit different, though, man. I don't know. I I'm I'm a little speechless. I don't know if anyone else has some thoughts on on I, literally the NBA not having games anymore. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. I, I mean, we we might see something where they they just push it back an entire month, and every game you know that was supposed or, to happen on March 12th just happens on April 12th moving forward. Everything just gets pushed back a month. I don't know. Maybe it's a week. Maybe it's do, two weeks. Do, Who knows? Right? Or do do they just take the seeds that that are set right now and end the season and that's the playoffs? I, I don't know. Like following is, is I don't know. Is, this is a little yeah. unprecedented. No. Whoa! And they they have quarantined. This yeah, they have is, quarantined I mean, those players honest, in the this arena. Is, I hope. Jesus. This is uncharted. This, this, this is, is not, this not is, good. This is for bad March for March Madness. Madness. This is bad for March Madness. They canceled it. Hey, sorry, boys. Pause. My buddy's why, like, no more NBA games. Like, they canceled it. They, they suspended the season. We're getting live reactions right here. I mean, this is They, this they is suspended crazy. the NBA season. Jesus, fuck. So, yeah. I'm yeah. still on. That is yeah, – that, that is – that is just we're we're wrapping up in a little bit here. We're just like we're 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 getting live. Like we we're just finding out now that there's no more. We're scared for March Madness. This is raw, people. This is absolutely raw. This, this is will, this, this is live feelings, people. This will all be. This will all stay in the podcast. So nothing nothing's going to be cut out. We'll we'll finish up real quick. SEC. Uh, who do we all have? And then we can um, uh, we can end it from I, there. I I have Kentucky as well, but I'm in the same boat as you, Square. I don't. Uh, I the the SEC is just a coin flip now. I don't I don't I don't trust Kentucky to win it, but I don't trust anyone else to win it. So I might as well go with uh, with Kentucky. Uh, that's the SEC team that I that I bet on this year to uh, give me the most rewards, I guess. So that's where I'd lean there. Um, but Auburn again, like you said, Square could run it. Um, uh, I, I don't know. The, 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 the SEC is a little bit, uh, like, I don't know. It seems like kind of a down year. No. Yeah. It's been a funky year for them. There's not a, other than Kentucky and a little bit here and there from Auburn, they really haven't had a whole lot of high profile teams. So, uh, Godfather, who you got? Oh my God. The he's been Cox. he's been waiting all day. He's just he's wait, been waiting wait, all day. Like they lost the Vanderbilt, the worst team out. in the SEC. They just lost South Carolina lost in the last regular season game to them. In a, oh, okay, so it isn't a tournament yet. You're saying, great. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the South it. Carolina Gamecocks. I'm a big Connor Shaw guy. Not sure what bearing that has on basketball. I know their women, their women's team's good. I think. But so, so let's, before, let's do it. Before They're I finish great. up, uh, the squares. You know, right, I'm involved Johnny, in an organization that uh, I've been fortunate enough to uh, feed you guys some information. And I, I have some information about the NCAA that they are currently no, don't tell accelerating me. talks about possibly postponing the NCAA tournament. Oh, my God. Oh, this so, is, no, this is this is the really podcast, too, is like, if March Madison and NBA are gone, this is not will good. also have to go undergo a hiatus unless we – Continue betting on unless we continue betting on XFL and KHL. XFL, um, but uh, I mean, like, unless you just take the Flyers puck line, I guess from now until this unless is, they cancel that shit too. Like, what the? This is re- oh, oh, it's it, it's people, a bad This is, this is not staged. Like, we are literally reading Twitter <laughs> as we go. This is I don't we. My picks, literally. I mean, they're the best team. Everyone else, I don't really think is that good. But I just, at this point, maybe by this time next week, we'll have a podcast (laughs) discussing 
<laughs> when we think all this stuff will go back on. Um, but I mean, it's this. Nothing. Right. Uh, the, I've also just made the executive decision that the Twitter account is going to run with your rumor. So we're the, the Twitter um, account. The Twitter account is credit, out. credit, 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 fade us. We're, we're, Please in the news credit. Breaking, we're in the news breaking business now. If we can't make hey. bets, we're in the news breaking <laughs> business. That's all I have to say. So uh, I no, sorry for this abrupt ending, but we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. I mean, this just kills ep- this kind of kills this whole episode if if nothing comes of any comes of this. Of oh. But, you know, may, we'll, we'll turn this around real quick. We'll get it out tonight. That way y'all can listen to it um, this evening into tomorrow morning. Maybe we'll still have a tournament when you wake up. Maybe we won't. I don't know. So uh, does anybody else have anything to add real quick? I mean, that this is – this is kind of all we got. I'm still flying to Cleveland next week, and I don't give a fuck. That's what I love to hear. I, this I'm is, still flying. If, if, I need to if, delete if, some beers with the boys. This is oh, some oh, shit. Oh, the Godfather has left us. He's 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 as I mean I hope he's as God as we are, but just dip, I, just dip. on a serious note, if you're listening, please yeah, stay right. Wash that, your hands. Don't touch your face. Don't be an idiot. Wash Look your fucking your hands. Close family, friends. Um, After you wash your hands, purell your hands. We don't know what's going to happen next. Um, As an avid sports fan, this is honestly literally the doom. This is the doomsday scenario where everything just doesn't happen. And hopefully, by some grace of God, this disease somehow goes away and we get sports next week. But honestly, you guys can maybe finish up. I'm not feeling really confident. And at this point, I'm just – I'm speechless. Yep, this sucks. This this really does suck. So uh, – Oh, man. So, sorry, sorry to end it on such a shitty note, but that's going to do it for this episode of Fade Us. Um, hopefully, by the time you get to listen to this, there's still a tournament. And hopefully, by the time you hear us next week, there's still a tournament. But – we can't really guarantee anything right now. So uh, brush up on your whatever LFG German hockey or whatever uh, Godfather <laughs> gave us last week. Maybe uh, the uh, KH- KHL. Who knows what we might need to, uh, to transition this podcast into. But uh, appreciate all the listeners. We'll get this out as quickly as we can for you all. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk to you next week. We'll see. And if there are games this weekend, we'll send out some picks as well. But Absolutely, as, yeah, you'll see them on as Twitter. Of, as of as as of right now, I'm just in a complete state of worry. Yeah, this is not good, fellas, and uh, all of our listeners. So thanks dude, again. I am. Hopefully, we'll talk to you dude, next. Week. I am. Dude, I am.